0: Hello, hello. Hey, hello, Nat. How you doing? Shout out to you. We are waiting for Mr. Pugh, who will then send us out with a few tunes. Oh, hello, maybe you should be on stage.
1: Yeah, I can hear you now. I think I was rugging for a bit.
0: How am I not hearing this? Hello? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, we got PewCast on. Got to bring PewCast up. Have you spoken to Puke? What is he up to? What is he up to? He
1: he should be around. He he just texted me not long ago. though. Pretty sure he's around.
0: Yo, yo, yo. All right,
2: all right, all right. Yep, yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. You're joining from the PewCast account.
2: Okay,
3: okay. So, a little bit of story, but... I realized that my iPhone died, and I'm like, "Shit! Now I cannot use the setup, so I have to log in, you know, using the putecast and then offic- and then hope for, you know, when once the battery start, and then you see like, all right, this and there's a new profile emerge, and I'll be like, you know, swift in terms of changing the profile and using that to speak. All right.
0: I love it. I love it. So, are you gonna be able to play us a little music right now, or not really? <laughs> man, no, man. <laughs> you, all t- right all right well since it's
3: nft paris you have to sing a song in, in french man
0: oh snap well you know what the beauty of it is that we've got Loïc with us on stage so he can sing with me <laughs> how are you doing Loïc? <laughs> i don't know about the singing but i'm doing great <laughs> oh man all right so why don't we uh gently start up then uh we've got so much to talk about so just to give a, do a little bit of housekeeping what we'll do like we'll talk about i mean there's so many news so many things to talk about and and by all means please chime in because this whole royalty thing is obviously the debate is back on um and then we'll ded- and then the next 30 minutes next half of the show we'll talk about you talk about what you do inspire people because i know you're still working in web2 and doing plenty of web3 things so this is where we're planning so on this note pew hello mave hello dear co-host uh let me actually co-host you uh pew cast right here and uh Maeve, over to you. You oh, actually before we probably have some uh you know market crypto crypto update from Pew. Do you have the crypto update? You want to start with this?
3: No, bro. You, sure, sure. you, you totally forget about my introduction. Like I have prepared for Oh me.
0: snap. Oh bro, <laughs> you, you threw me off. I gotta tell you, I'm under the weather. So you threw me off with the new no music.
3: <laughs> All right. What's up, pukas fam? Hope you're having a puking good day, and as always, welcome to the Asia Web3 motherfucking show. I'm Puke representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple, to discuss the latest NFT news update, review case studies, bring up Asia projects and communities, but, but most importantly, to be at the forefront of any NFT crypto play to make some money, introducing the man that hosts the show, Wacky Chainer. My brother from another hello,
0: hello, hello, Can you hear me? I can I'm hear bra- you.
3: Am I rocking back?
0: No, no, you're good, you're good, you're here. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
3: <laughs> you, you just want to cut me off, God, right? Um, it's the man backing you know, back to you, buddy. Like, you totally cut me off, God. <laughs> I, maybe you don't like my intro today. I, I don't know, man.
0: Bro. Bro, I'm off my game. I'm under the weather. You know what? I'm supposed to go to Paris tomorrow. And I started feeling, oh, the, you know, when you start feeling hot like this and you, your body is heating up, I'm like, oh man, am I getting sick? So I'm, I'm, I'm completely off my game today. Sorry about this. Thank you for this marvelous intro, my friend. It was fantastic. Now, should we throw over back to you for the crypto update or do we want to go straight into news with Maeve? What do we have?
3: Go to this news with Maeve.
0: Maeve, what you got for us today, buddy?
1: Alright, alright. So, um, I, I, I switched up the, the way I, uh, I, I do my updates now. Uh, it's going to be more on a broader sense. So, it, allow, it will allow us to dive deep into uh, any topics that we will want to. So, I have uh, Crypto Ninja, CNP, basically giving a massive update uh, with what they have done and what they will do. Uh, secondly, uh, Hayato was actually never really concerned about royalty changes. Uh, Olive X AI by Ram John, uh, minted 338 pieces at 5 ETH each. The airdrop uh, is happening right now as we speak. I've got Rap Radio uh, by Farouk uh, st- uh, starting to signal out uh, the ear emoji plus uh, the microphone equal present. Excited to see what happens with this. Uh, OP PFP by Jack Butcher, this is basically the highlight today, as well as Clutches by Xcopy, sold for 250 ETH to Spartan Black. Uh, Decentraland will be having a partnership with Majid al Futaim. I definitely pronounced it wrongly, to launch the mall of the Metaverse. Lastly, Mockaverse uh, announces that the, their mint will be delayed because they are looking for
0: a pro-creator solution. Oh man, this mint, this uh, this Mukkavir thing. I was so excited to talk about it yesterday. So the royalties, man, the royalties. What do you guys all think about this royalty announcement? Did you guys see the royalty announcement on Friday? And also, why does OS always make those announcements Friday night?
3: <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, bro. OS is sleeping, man. Like, like they are literally just looking at how Blur take you know come in late in the space. Take up everything. And then, you know, once they finally make the move finish, and then they say, ah, uh, oh, you know what? Let me join you in the fight. I'm going to reduce to zero <laughs> as well. Uh, maybe then you will see me again. Like, I saw the chart basically, like, the volume right now is totally like 80% or 90% is all blur at the moment. And I feel like their play, you know, probably is a miscalculation. I'm not too sure. But hey, man, you have previous experience in like, you know, marketplaces, NFT, you should actually dive down a little bit and let us know like, what are these marketplaces actually thinking about? Like um, enough God. of like blur, bro. We just talked about X2, Y2. They are far, far away right now. Like what's happening?
0: Okay. So, you know what you're saying when, when you said that, um, Open C just see this, and they're, they're literally late to the party, right? They they, they hold they held strong for so long, and then they finally cave in, and that's considering that their reputation isn't the best. And you know this is exactly how I felt with X2Y2. So basically what happened, just to give you guys a little bit of background, this whole 0% marketplace war really started with pseudo-swap like when they first came out with the AMM model. But then, and at the time, X2Y2, I was at X2Y2 at the time, and we had a double digit market share, we were rising, we had like 10, 15, we almost got to 20% at some point. What happened is they decided to go with 0% royalty. And I'm like, guys, before I make the announcement, I want to make let you know, this is a really bad idea. All the goodwill that we had just gained from the connections that we established with the uh, with the artists and the creators is all going to be lost. Yes, we might get some trader goodwill, but the traders are not the ones that are directing the market, right? This is the this is the mistake that a lot of the marketplaces are making. It's not the traders that are that is their main client, right? Yes, the traders are generating the volume, but the main their main client of the marketplace are the founders and the creators. Because if the creators don't support your marketplace and never talk about your marketplace and are not there with you, then the holders go and Trade on any other marketplace that is out there, and basically this is what happened: we lost all the goodwill of the marketplaces, and and now and then and then you had okay. So let's backtrack again a little bit further down the line. We kept gaining market share. Then all of a sudden, OS decides to say, "Look, we're gonna stick with our stick to our guns. We're gonna enforce royalties," and everybody started applauding OS, and OS was like, "Oh," and, and creators started saying. You know what? OS is great. We really support them. We're so get, so thankful for you. Then Blur came out and they literally blew everyone under the water. The thing that Blur did very well is that they aligned themselves with very influential people in the NFT space and they got the support of all those big names, like the Zenecas of the world, like some of the creators, you know, some of the people that really have clout in the space. And basically, this is why a lot of people started trading on Blur. Ooh, phew We're getting mad static from your account right now. <laughs> um, and um, and this is again, this is what they did very well. Plus, on top of the fact that they have the whole farming concept of their token. There's no question, right? Absolutely no question that the way Blur has tackled the market was very strategic, very smart, and specifically designed not to support the ecosystem or the creators, but was specifically designed to gather volume and to gather users, right? Because everybody knows that once you have used a product for a substantial amount of time, and when you actually like it, chances are you moving over to to another platform is very difficult, right? The retention rate, once you're satisfied with the platform, it tends to be very strong. And this is basically where they are. Then they decided to say, hey, by the way, we're gonna honor all royalties. And then, as soon as the airdrop came out, we're like, oh, sorry, nope, we're not honoring royalties anymore. <laughs> you you're muted. Yep.
3: Um, is my volume clear right now? Yeah. Right. I was just plugging in. Like, I, I agree what you said, but why I bring up this point is because you told me, like, you know, basically before even Blur comes out, I think X2Y2 has their own token, right? And I, I remember when I was texting you and you replied me like 6 a.m. in the morning. And I'm like, bro, since when you wake up so early, or is it like you went partying and then you just came back, right? And then you said, "You know, no, I just woke up just to check like the coin price and stuff like that." Tell 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 me a little bit more on that. Ah,
1: uh, oh
0: God. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I was I was looking at this blur right when blur came out when bl- the airdrop came out. I, I don't know why this whole five dollar thing and then it tanked down to forty cents. Kind of confused, I think, uh, quite a lot of people. And I lit. I thought. I said, "Look." x2y2 right now literally is dying right I thought about selling all my all my bags all my x2y2 tokens and just put it all in blur right because... so
3: you single sing head <laughs> you're gonna pump blur right
0: <laughs> I thought so and then blur didn't go anywhere and I was like okay maybe maybe that's not the move maybe there isn't such excitement I mean I, it was so foolish right it was so foolish and lo and behold obviously blur is kicking ass right now where they are at 125 and x2y2 went from 20 cents All the way back down to ten cents, and last night it was nine cents. Now it's back up to eleven. But this is what I was telling you. I was livid, right? Because I knew this was the move, and I just didn't do it. And I'm like, "This is so stupid." Lo and behold, lo and behold, now X 2 Y two had the guts to come out, send a tweet, and say, "Eh, eh, "Bear in mind, they only have one point five percent market share right now, right? Of the of the whole (laughs) trading volume." They come out and they say, "Hey guys." Uh, we enforce royalties by the way when even though they started the war and uh if you block both blur and os you know we what do they do nothing they will just give you full royalties they don't even provide any incentive to the trade to the to the project they're not giving them tokens they're not giving them anything they're like by the way if you block both both 99 of the market then we'll enforce royalties yeah i yeah, mean bro
3: because like if you see blur came out and said to block os right and then os came out to say block yeah. blur, blur so xoy2 fell left out so they have to say like you know what i have to make a statement since os replied so fast i'm the second one i'm gonna say just block both <laughs> and join Earth. Uh, that's it
0: it, it, blew, it blows my mind i mean ultimately i'm glad i'm here now talking with you guys and they're not there because it's just been a series of bad moves so now x2y2 is there you know left Holding there, as we know, in their hand right now, all by themselves, with the only marketplace that is holding that is enforcing royalties, and literally no one cares. <laughs> anyway, so I, I would love to get you know, Louis' perspective there. You, you know, you're doing a bit of art as well on your side. Um, what's your What's your view of everything that's happening in the market at the moment? And we'll dig. I guess we'll dig further into that, the next hour afterwards. But, uh, Louis, how are you doing, man?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think um, I get. I get the marketplace's point of view as an open sea, and I, of course, I get the artist's point of view. There is a dream as an artist, especially coming from the Web 2 traditional world, where, oh, in Web 3, you can get some royalties from your work, right? That's, that's pretty amazing. Um, now, I think that the moment some marketplaces started saying, well, we're not going to enforce anything the reality is it was always going to be a a race. uh, It was always going to be a race to zero. It doesn't mean that it's not annoying for artists. It is, it is. But in the long run, I don't think it would have, it could have been sustained, right? Like if, if Blur or any other company says, well, there's very little royalties, nothing is enforced, you decide the others have to align because otherwise they just no longer get the volume, right? So my opinion on this is, it sucks. Um, but at the same time, I get it. And the thing is, anything that was 2020, 2021, maybe 2022, that's that's in the past. That's gone. Like, those days are not coming back for Web3. It's not to say that there's not mo- more cool stuff coming up. But the pure, you know, bull run, craziness, everything is out there and sells out and makes tons of cash that's gone so this thing about royalties leaving and going to zero percent it's kind of the same thing I put it in the same bucket it's the same mm-hmm. stuff it's just going to zero um, and it was part of this like golden era so I think it it's not that bad um, it sucks but will artists will survive they'll find another way
0: but but then okay so then let's talk about the, the other way then where do you see the future of the market going right because you don't really have royalties, which by the way, that means we're literally all we're doing in Web3 is copying Web2 and just putting it on the blockchain, putting some of it on the blockchain, right? So then it really doesn't become all that amazing. But let, let's just say that is indeed the way forward. And how do you see, you know, new projects being interested? Or how, well, let, let me not frame this in a specific way. Where do you see the future of the market then going and growing and evolving? So I think there's different types of
2: artists and collections. So I'll, I'll put aside the all the the PFps, the doodles, the board apes and whatnot because they're kind of in their own thing and they've got tons of cash for primary anyways let's talk about artists that are smaller uh, the mid to to small uh, small artists like like me for example. I think that the mechanics that will start that will start seeing more and more um I've already begun things like open editions that turn into uh, burning mechanics for limited editions that turn into burning mechanics for one of ones The reality is we'll have to create more art in order to sustain a lifestyle of being an artist, because you can no longer rely on the, the royalties um, that will, to, to pay your bills. Right? So I think it's a matter of creating more supply, but in a way that is using your previous supplies so that you don't have just, millions of pieces out there and then your value um, of your art goes down. So I think that's, that's what's going to play out for the most part. And I think the other reality is a lot of the artists that were looking at this uh, NFT dream um, on like in web three, are just kind of say, okay, that's, that's not for me anymore. Uh, It's no longer the promise that I had at the beginning that was made at the beginning. So so they're just going to go away, and um, it will reduce a little bit the field, um, or not the field, but you know the number of people who are willing to create art, which sucks. But again, the golden era mm-hmm. is behind us, and because of that, we need to adjust.
0: Some will not adjust, and it's just how it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is not a very French answer of, of, of you, man. We're in France, we freaking go to the streets. We strike. we go. We we, we fucking create a rebellion, we man. Should. Is, we should. this, is, we should. this is not how it should go, man. I think artists. I I actually sent. I, I'm in a. I'm in some various group chats, and I was saying, guys, the the main creators, right, the big influential collections, should get together and create a marketplace of their own, right? And the big players, look. Well, again, it is my view. And and I'm so surprised that people haven't done this until now. And I think the reason why they haven't done this is because they still had OpenSea as a as a safe play, right? Because they were enforcing the royalties and they said, okay, you've got those new marketplaces. We lose like 10, 20% off, off on royalties, fine, but most of it is okay. Now that OS is there, I think it will finally give the impetus to the big collections to be like, okay, enough and enough. We need to take the matters in our hands. I saw your music.
3: <laughs> no, I, I'm just enjoying your conversation. And I was looking at Loic's profile. Man, you went to the London meetup.
2: He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was the speaker there.
3: <laughs> nice, nice, nice.
2: Oh no, you mean the, the meetup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was there. <laughs>
3: nice, nice. So back, back to the the topic, right? Like, even though you know it's zero zero royalty or, or for both marketplaces, right? But got to be honest, for Blur and Wacky, I'm gonna ask you this, right? Blur or OpenSea, which you're gonna choose?
0: <laughs> in terms of what? In terms of using the platform, yeah, or in terms since, of
3: since now it's both zero percent royalty, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So actually, I finally did a little bit more digging into Blur the other day. I, I finally I was like, all right, let me actually look into what they've done recently. I, I didn't really get into. I, I look. I gotta say, it is great. It's a great user experience, right? Well, except I couldn't figure out how to put a wet uh, a weath offer which is kind of ridiculous. It's like a, using a Bloomberg terminal. Some of it is good, some of it's bad. Um, but I mean, look, at the moment, short of having another option, Blur is the way to go because obviously, you know, you're farming a token potentially and, and you're getting rewards. So and everybody, the, the thing that blows my mind, I, I don't understand. I was having those conversations as well internally with OpenT with, uh, with XY2 at the time. And I said, guy. It, it's not like OpenT has a great reputation in the space, and it's not like everybody loves OpenT and say, "Ooh, okay, so th- no problem, guys, we're gonna stick with you. You've been great at customer service. You've been great at looking after us." No, people really don't like OpenT, and then they go and they move, they move towards zero percent royalty. I don't know what they're thinking, right? You, if they, they don't even have the goodwill of the 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 market of the of the market in general of the users or the or the collection. So I mean, right now it's blur, but I hope something else comes out. I hope there's something else that that re- uh, results from all of yeah,
3: it. Yeah, yeah. Because I I saw, for example, um, Eddie is Kong said right. He he tweeted out like said, you know, the main difference between blur and open sea is like when he just said, hey you know, you guys are killing it, Blur immediately reply, But when OpenSea is like, you know, I need some help to, you know, doing my stuff and then there's zero reply from them. So in terms of initiative, I think maybe they are lacking behind. Blur of, of, obviously is like that, you know, that number two guy that always wishes that he's going to be number one. So he put more effort in it. And OpenSea is like, hey, everybody knows me. Like when I ask my Web2 web friends like, hey, uh, have you buy, you know, you guys know about uh NFC and stuff like that, then say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to purchase it. I have to purchase it an OpenSea. So I think it's like, you know, OpenSea, if they want to kind of like, you know, build themselves off in terms of like easy, user-friendly, uh you know, onboarding new people, I think that's the way to go. But if you are like currently, you know, general Web3, super into trading and even Blur tokens, then I think, you know, Blur platform might be more advantaged, you know, have more performance in terms of using it.
0: Yeah, we we really in in a battle of the minds right now. It's it's a tough topic because the the blockchain now the technology is in a way so advanced that there is literally at the moment no way of really enforcing royalties. There's always be there will always be some people that will be able to bypass it. But I mean, at the same time, it's a lot of work for some of those you know wrap the token do it. The most people will not do this. Maeve, I, I saw you un- unmuted. You want to chime in on this?
1: Yeah. So. When so so puke said something that that really uh really define uh, Open Sea and Blur. So if you look at Open obviously they, they they technically still have a lot of goodwill because you know they're like the pioneer. And if you look at their branding uh as a whole, they're more they're easier to they're more welcoming, right? Because you know blue color, white color, whereas like Blur is like a very retro black orange, you know, very techie. So I I, I use Blur quite a bit. Well, I, I use both platforms. And uh, I, I agree with Duke that OS is more user-friendly, uh, like in general, OS is more user-friendly, whereas like Blur is more trader-focused. So yesterday, uh, I, I found out that actually variable, uh which is very interesting because now it seems like, well, for, for me at least, OpenSea and Blur, they have a very uh, distinctive market per se. So OS, I guess, could be, like, you know, more more general, whereas, like, Blur would be more DGen, you know, very, very native Web3 uh, onboarding sort of thing. So even if you look at, like, uh, I think it was, like, Jeremy Falls when they did, like, their music NFT projects and all, it's true, like... Uh, so this question always comes about, right, whether are they trying to onboard new people into the space or are they, like, a half-half thing or are they, like, just, you know, uh, mainly trying to get, like, use Web3... Uh, uh, web three users as like proof of concept then they get like you know more funds from their company you know so so on and so forth but uh it, it is it is a very very clear cut for me then yesterday i come to find out that actually rarible so rarible uh if those that don't know is a more uh i guess like art focused platform so it's usually like uh artists you know creating collections similar to say a super rare or foundation so rarible comes out and uh and I feel it's uh it's really good. So so they have this thing called the community marketplace. Basically you have best of both votes. You can choose zero percent royalty or you you know you can set royalties all up to you. Uh so uh, in a way it's kind of like uh it's kind of like creating your own uh website, right? Your your own website, then basically everybody can just hop on and just buy art like like any like any other, like how, how we usually go about it anyways. Uh, but it gives the best of both worlds, which is, uh, well, obviously, I, I don't think many know of it yet, because Wearable, again, is is very, very tailored for art. Like, they're even, like, I, I believe, like, their users and uh, whoever they target are more, like, artist-related. So, yeah, just, just wanted to bring this up. Yep,
3: but actually, yeah. there's an interesting point, because when you look at uh, OpenSea, right, right now, they always featured pro- projects to Mint like i think last week we have like the musical, uh, the music nft um which is the violin player and then basically you know every time when i go to opensea basically they just show like the main project that is going to mint in don't know how many hours right so if they focus in terms of that being actual uh, nft launchpad i think they are doing well because so far the projects that they featured all has like done i mean pretty decent so I don't see Blur doing it because Blur looks so like a trading tool with a platform. And if they want to hop on doing like Launchpad, it just doesn't make sense. So I, I mean, I, I feel my own personal take is like, you know, they are picking the wrong fight on it.
0: Oh my God, if they're picking the wrong side, I think it's a nail in their coffin. And I think we're going to see them uh, turning very quickly um, because think about it. We were talking about Puma last Friday, right? What do you think big giant? Like Puma, actually, what do you think Nike is going to be saying? I remember when I was at when I was at X Two Y Two, the guys from uh, Artifact reached out and say, "Hey, uh, how do we go about setting your uh, our royalties?" I'm like, "Guys, yeah, just follow this link. This is how to do it." <laughs> and he said, uh, "But wait a second, you didn't you didn't tell us that we need to set your royalties." We're like, "Look," uh, and unfortunately, and that was you know the good old days, right? We're like, "Look, we can't go around. There are 1000000 there They're like thousands of." New NFT collections coming out every month. We can't go around after every um, every every project telling them to set their royalties, because at the time every project was responsible for setting their royalties, even on OpenSea, right? You still had to go and do it manually. But let me tell you, they were like, "Oh, okay, well, this is highly unethical. We're going to come and chase you guys. We're going to, you know, because there were millions. Literally, they missed out on millions of dollars of royalties, right? How do you think those guys are going to react? Because OpenSea, they get a lot of their volume as well." from the really big names, right? They are in contact with the really big players, the big web two companies. I, I'm so surprised that they decided to go this way. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. You were talking about Mochaverse, right? Mochaverse, just a reminder, this is Mocha brand. They're launching their own NFT and they were due to mint on Tuesday, tomorrow, and they have just sent something out that says, we're gonna delay everything. We're gonna come up with a different smart contract and you know, stay tuned we'll see what happens. So it's just not going to go down. I think things are really going to change this year. It'll be very, very interesting to see where the NFT market is going. Yeah, but
3: the funny thing is like, you know, we have this discussion like last year when on spaces, and right now it's back to the same problem, which is, you know, 0% royalties. Oh. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's funny to see because right now it feels like, you know, they are just wanting to, hey, we are losing tons of market share. Let's just solve this issue. Instead of just looking at the long, pic- the big picture, right? So it's like you know our volume is down by sixty percent, seventy percent. Let's just do this to see if we can fight. But the thing is, they are you know people don't even want to trade on OpenSea even if it's zero percent royalties because people are not farming blue tokens or any any token, right? So I think the move that they did, and I checked the chart, uh, basically there's no changes at all. <laughs> Things are still the same. So you know what? In, in <laughs> NFT, maybe it's always going to be ah, uh, You know what? We're going to enforce it right now. So they are pretty clever with it because they say, you know what? We are going 0% royalties in a limited amount of time, right? So maybe they test it out one week and it's like, ah, I don't think this is working. You know what? Let's enforce it. It's back. not working yeah, yeah, Let's enforce it back.
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they do. Last thing uh, before we switch over to talking about Loing because this is also one of the things we want to talk about just you know, lighten the mood a little bit, talk about our talk about how, how to get involved in Web3 when you still have a Web2 job. But um, Yat and Animoca, they're also coming out with a license agreement, which I need to read a little bit more through it. But the idea is that they want to go into enforcing royalties, both from a technological perspective, but also from a legal perspective, because at the moment, it's literally just been the far west, right? The, the wild, wild west in terms of royalties, no royalties, regardless of what the creators might have in their own terms of conditions, right? So I think now they've probably decided to be like, hey, we're going to put this with you guys, let's say OpenSea, but if you change our royalties, then we're going to come and properly chase after you. So it'll be interesting, again, to see what happens. Just have a look for you guys that are curious about this. Have a look at Yat uh, his latest, his latest tweet. He's got a draft licensing agreement there. So for anybody interested in this, have a look into this. Okay. On this note... Let's close the topic a little bit. Let's lighten the mood. Let's welcome back Louis on stage. Uh, Loic, welcome. How are you? As a Frenchman, we're going to have to fight. You're going to give me that vibe, baby. We need to rebel <laughs> against so all love, of so this, so man. So we so can't so. accept it. <laughs> yeah. are- no, for
2: sure. Like the way, the way I described it earlier was kind of like very pragmatic in my mind. But in reality, I'm 100% looking forward to whoever is going to create this very creator centric um, marketplace or, or platform for artists to to kind of be more empowered the reason why i i didn't kind of i didn't touch uh, on it was because i didn't i haven't seen it yet it doesn't exist right a lot of people have said oh we're working on it and they kind of hint at, at that but i have um i've yet to see it you know actually <laughs> actually created so i'm looking forward to it really like if we can fight back um, for me, it was the same. Like um, when I started getting into the Web three industry, uh, looking at NFTs, looking at the possibilities. Me not being an artist at all. Like I'm not an artist by trade. I'm just um, someone who wanted to experiment with uh, with Photoshop. Little little backstory about me. Actually, in 2020, uh, during the pandemic, I was like everyone else. I was quarantined, and I thought, all right, what can I? What skill can I learn? Because uh, I'm getting a little bit bored in this apartment. Uh, in Paris at the time. And I started playing around with Photoshop. And um, mm-hmm. initially, it was supposed to be just like a 30, 30 day thing. Let's see what I can create in 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it. So I, I stuck with it. And, um and now fast forward two and a half years later, I am, uh, I'm actually making art and, uh, you know, people like my stuff. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. So the, the initial dream was, oh, you can create something and someone on the other side of the world can can buy it. And if they sell it, you can also get some little percentage. It was crazy for me. like I, I thought, wow, you, I thought you needed to be in galleries and then you need to be a name or you need to be this and that. But now Web3 allowed you to connect with people that are everywhere in the world and maybe you can find your uh, your collectors this way. So for me, like royalties leaving, and that sucks.
0: But also, I'm trying to be pragmatic. Okay, okay. So, so let let's backtrack. Let's tell us more about. You say you started in 2020 to get involved, but your actual sort of trade, you are a game producer, right? So technically, you have a web two job, but you, then you jump into web two. So tell us a little bit more about about your current background and where things currently stand with how you divide your time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've always uh, I've always worked in video games. I've always since like. Um, very very young age, I wanted to make video games, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that industry because um, initially I wanted I've always been a storyteller. That's been my like that's the thing that was always interesting for me, telling a story. And rather than telling it through um, the written like written word or something static uh, like uh, like film or like TV and whatnot, I thought about the all the possibilities of having an interactive. Um, like an interactive medium, and video games just came to like that was the thing, right? Like I can tell a story and people can play it. That's so much more exciting to me. And when Web three um, kind of became big in 20, 2021 I was in the space since um, maybe less like very very end of twenty twenty when Beeple dropped his uh, his initial uh, grails, and uh, I didn't pick one because at the time it was uh, I didn't really get it it made um, no sense at the time <laughs> it made it made no sense right i, I think and it was interesting because there was more utility back then for a a Beeple than there is on 99% of stuff here it was like it was coming with with physical and whatnot but it was like 900 bucks or something so i didn't i didn't get it but um what i was seeing is that there was a shift people were starting to to say things like oh i'm i'm leaving my 9 to 5 and i'm going into web3 full time at the time because I've always wanted to what I like what I say is like I like I want to escape the matrix I want I want to do my own thing have phys, uh the geographical uh, independence and financial independence and whatnot I want to get out of like the 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 normal work thing however what I've realized recently especially looking at all, all those people who said I'm leaving completely my nine to five in web two being full web 3 is that web 3 is a it's a risky world, right? It's high, high gain, um, high risk, high reward. And the problem is, if you're gonna completely change your life and um, leave leave that world, that Web two world, it, it puts so much pressure on having to succeed in Web three. And you're completely dependent on what the market's doing. Things like royalties dying that that's gonna affect a lot of people, right? Like for, for their livelihoods, things like things like that. So I thought the best way for me to navigate that space is to do both. I don't have to leave my job. I don't have to quit. I can just um, try to expand on the side, you know, after work, like maybe I I don't sleep enough because I'm doing the art pieces, but, you know, it's a, it's a temporary, it's temporary. And at the same time, getting the financial security of my normal job until I feel like, okay, the space is more stable i am more stable and then i can think about a switch for me this is the best of both worlds and you don't have to jump from one to the other and be like full on all right uh all in you know like it doesn't have to be like that you can be involved
0: without risking too much i i love i love how you say it doesn't have to be one or the other meanwhile what you are kind of saying is like as soon as i'm all set with my web2 job and and the space is is uh is stable i'm just jumping into web3 <laughs>
2: Well, uh, more like i would reconsider it you know like i would think okay everything's set do i want to do it or do i want to keep this sort of hack in between
0: yeah but but it makes sense i mean look you're just doing it the you know the the not the logical way but the or the rational way but just just sort of just the mature financial way be like okay let me just dip my toe see how it goes rather than potentially lose everything and having to start from scratch so okay that That's great. That's great to hear. Now, tell us more about Doodle, your affiliation with Doodles. You're repping Doodles. Are you just a holder? You're starting to make art that is Doodle related. You have like a collection. You have something that's called Dololo, where you took a little bit of Akira style inspired uh, art there. So tell us more about what you're working on and, and what you're doing there.
2: Yeah. So one of the things, so the royalties was one thing, but the second thing that I thought NFTs were doing differently like really really differently was the ability to um, was to allow holders of a specific collection um, to create art as a derivative of the the NFT that you're holding and I'm sure this system exists somewhere in an obscure part of the world but it was the first time I was seeing it in a very streamlined way and the legality of everything is kind of is still in the gray, but the gist of it is if you hold, let's say, a Doodle or a board ape um, or one of those collections, I'm not even talking about the CC0 collections, but let's say a Doodle, you can create art about it. And for me, one of the most, coming from the video game world where you have to create new games, but you have to create games based on mechanics that probably exist, right? Uh, Mario invented the game where you jump on people's heads and they kill it. It kills, it kills them. Lots of games today, you can jump. Uh, it's kind of like a, a remix of the first Mario, something like that. So I'm very, very familiar with the idea of remixing art, and I think it's one of the strongest things, especially in Web3. So I thought very early on in my journey, uh, early 2021, I'm going to create a derivative art of someone else's PFP or someone else's NFT. Because one, it gives a lot of value to them. And two, it exposes, like it, it brings me exposure to the entire collection. If I create a doodle, a version of a doodle or like a, a little derivative art of a doodle, it's the entire doodles community that's going to have its eyes on it and say, wow, that's cool. I want one as well. And that gets you exposure, gets you connections, gets you uh, some sort of doodles rep. And that's super valuable. Um, if you want to then start accumulating, uh, fans and followers and friends to grow in the space. So I did, I did exactly that for my doodles. Um, the long story short, the first doodles piece that I did, um, it was me complaining that I had missed the doodles drop because I couldn't get on the uh, allow list at the time. It was so hard to get on the, onto that. So I couldn't mint. I couldn't mint a doodle. So I said, all right, too bad. I'm going to create my own Doodle version of an NFT that I had. And that became viral. Um, Tons of people wanted to have a version as well. Um, Doodles loved it. The other collection, which was only Force at the time, uh, loved it as well. And suddenly I was on the radar, on the radar for making Doodle derivatives. And I kept doing that for the next year or so and um, decided to branch it and create create my own uh, versions of um of my own doodle that i acquired thanks to uh to the money that i got from the from the derivatives i was making so it was like a whole um you know like wholesome a wholesome circle to get them i get support from people thanks to my doodles derivatives and allows me to actually purchase a doodle and then i can create more stuff so uh, that's that's how i got here
3: yeah man like I I love your story absolutely because like if you look at my name bro like my I call myself Puke Rainbow and my ultimate goal is to get that doodles that Puke Rainbow so like congrats to you because you achieved uh, your dream I'm still working my way up right now I'm the um you call it the smurf of web3 so the blue pfp that I'm using but I believe one day I too will you know, be on the stage with V as like, you know what guys, I made it. This is my puking rainbow. I finally did it. Uh and I can you know what? Tell Wacky's like, you know, I, I live up to my name. If not, he's gonna shit me all the time. This,
0: this year, hard. brother. This year. How, how much how many how many, how much Eve do we need to get you for this uh this Okay puking the, rainbow? The last Doodle. I
3: checked uh, and I didn't want to check it again because I was super devastated. It's like forty five Eve. For, for the puking rainbow. Yeah. Dang. It's like damn. Then, <laughs> then, you know, at the at the moment I'm like, oh, shit, should I change my name to be maybe, maybe just change it to like puke some other stuff, right? <laughs> and maybe the, the dream is much easier to achieve. <laughs> but but I love I love it uh, how um, you basically build um, it through for example doing divorce because I for one absolutely agree in terms of co creation. Uh in terms of you you being that plus one to a project that you love. And because of doing it, you get rewarded and you're finally able to purchase it. Man, this is one of like the greatest story that somebody can can set the stage today. it be like, you know what, this is my NFT story, try to beat it. You guys can't because I I absolutely, you know, worked my way through it, got the doodles that I wanted and now I'm wrapping it proud. And love so i i love it but bro tell me a little bit more about this thing called tell me paris because uh, i i i love the art basically i just want to know that this little initiative that you are doing i assume that it's going to lead up to nft paris
2: yeah um so again this is a thing that happened because i was creating this derivative art um and usually what I, what I do is that I take your PFP and I create a specific version, a custom version of it for you. And then very quickly, uh, again, because I like, I like this idea of storytelling, I thought, well, why do I, why do I just do one for one? How about creating a piece when there's like tons of people um, in, in the thing, right? Uh, so I did it for NFT London uh, back in the day. Uh, people loved it. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe that's the thing. Maybe I, I can do it for different events uh, around the world. And um, so I decided to uh, uh, to to reach out to NFT Paris, who had re- who had reached out to me last year, actually, for another thing. Um, and I said, hey, maybe we can do this. This sort of poster where there's like tons of winners. Uh, well, ten, tens of, 10 winners or so. Um, and then we can give them some tickets. And they were super, super pumped um so i did that uh and uh in collaboration with join which is a platform where you can just submit your your pfp or nft and then it gets um like it gets goes onto their platform and the whole thing from my point of view was to create something which is fun to to look at which really embodies this idea that we're all kind of in this together and we represent our different identities through our pfps and we're having fun going to paris Let's go. Let's create some piece about that. So that's why I created the thing, and um, and it's on my uh, it's on my pin tweets at the moment. And I thought, you know, maybe that's a thing that I can do in the future for our other events. So I can't, I can't say much about which events, but there are very, very big events that are coming up uh, in the next few months, and I might be doing some very interesting things for that. Um, and um, and the idea is, yeah, let's celebrate the fact that Web3 is, uh, I don't know how many collections, but we all recognize them, right? Or maybe it's just lots of NFTs and we recognize all of these. So um, so, so that's the idea behind that. And today, um, I, I, I finished a piece and I decided to put it on on manifold. So there's just 10 editions because I didn't want it to be like a crazy open thing where, uh, I don't know, maybe no one will get it, but... Just a limited thing: ten winners, ten editions. You can get it. You don't have to, but um, but that's the thing. That's that's the idea behind this uh, this uh, NFT Paris thing. And we're finalizing where it will be um, displayed uh, at the conference as well
0: spill the beans lolo which other which <laughs> other collection which which other event are you going yeah, to do this bro, for like
3: when when he say big bigger events like after that i couldn't focus because i i'm keep thinking in my head like which are the big events you you have to tell me at least one bro.
2: <laughs> well who knows i don't know uh, <laughs> this man it, is keeping
3: his brain bro spring, this thanks. man is keeping his little <laughs> shut.
0: Who who knows? There are many other events uh, later this year that are called NFT something. You know, who knows which one? But okay. so on, on this note, actually, you are doing this, but you're doing this sort of with them in collaboration with the event. But is this something so right now you have the manifold one, right? But are you thinking about maybe incorporating the future artwork a little bit more into the mechanics of maybe the event and how things work, or what maybe people can give uh, can get access to. So let us just say, if uh, right now people are minting your open edition, get, are you thinking of then giving people access to other things later in the future, or are you already thinking that far? Are you taking things one step at a time, or what are your you know what's your thought process at the moment? Where are you at?
2: Cool, uh, great great question. Um, so coming from a, a game producer background, like game mechanics. Whenever I do something, I always think of the ways I can use, like whether a piece or something, into some sort of mechanic in the future. Now, of course, this one is just ten. It's just ten pieces, right? So there would be only ten people at most who could benefit from the thing. But because I want to thank anyone who actually buys this, definitely it would play into um, the next uh, the next piece. My my very very like my Genesis OG collection is something called tell me planets. And it's on my, my banner um, on my Twitter. I haven't changed it since 2021. And I, and those guys, there's like 25 of them forever and ever, whatever I do in the future, uh, they will benefit from it in in some way. It doesn't mean that every single drop um, is a direct link to the holders of those, uh, those planets, but I will never forget them. And it's the same thing for this because it's a limited edition and it's part of this, um, what I call the Tell Me uh, edition series where I'm going to be creating pieces for different NFT conferences. I'm like, okay, maybe if you hold one of the 10 uh, from the OG, uh, the the Genesis Tell Me series, maybe you get airdrop the next one or maybe you get this type of access or you're part of a lottery where you're going to get tickets to the event because I gave out three um three tickets for nft paris this time around maybe the next time there will be something else and if you have one of the those 10 editions you might directly be in the you know in the raffle I, th- this type of mechanic i love uh, any any collection that creates mechanics around their nfts i think is cool burning um swapping uh, raffles whatever it is airdrops so yeah um I don't know exactly what shape it will take because I need to freak, figure out if people are actually going to buy this edition. But um, when the 10 are up, uh, I will I will think of
0: some fun way to to get all the collectors involved. Well, guess what? You just got a second person minting your open edition. That's me supporting my French friend. Here you go. Awesome. Supporting my French fellows who doesn't speak like a, a French person like this with a really strong accent. French so French I'm right friend. there with you. <laughs> awesome, uh, Thank you. Merci, merci. Right, here you go. I'm going to post this all over the shop. I'm going to post, I'm trying desperately to log in, post the Twitter. Anyway, so congrats to you, man. This, this is great. You know, it's, um, it's exciting. This is why I wanted to have you on the show as well, is to kind of give a little bit of inspiration as to what, you know, what people can do that are not necessarily full time Web3 at the moment, but still get involved. And it, it's a great example of, you know, how to do this with exactly your mechanism there to use. And this is what NFTs are about, right? Use the existing art do something else it doesn't have to infringe on the copyright but just to supplement it and to help effectively add more visibility to the existing collection because as you say it's further marketing for doodle yeah and one thing uh, go ahead go ahead
3: me all right Uh, so so i was just asking like all right since we are in on the topic of uh, nft paris um because like I know, Wacky, you basically been to every, I would say most of the NFT shows, right? And for me, kind of like until now, I don't have the opportunity to go for the event. So could you just tell me a little bit more in terms of like when you go for all this event, what do actually people do? Is it, you know, network? Is it art? Uh, What is it all about?
0: That's the question for Loic. So Loic, Loic, have you uh, been to a previous NFT Paris or is that going to be your first one?
2: NFC Paris is going to be the first one. I was super bummed last year to have missed it um, because my my birthday is in February. It was a few days ago, and uh, the first one was um, was also in February. So I had to I had to go to this one. Um, so I kind of missed the question. Uh, can can you repeat oh. it again?
0: Sure. So first things first. When is your actual birthday? Because I keep track of birthdays. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. What is your birthday? February sixteenth. oh shit man that was just last week yo you you know I'm coming down in two days we're gonna party we're gonna celebrate right (laughs) (laughs)
2: well let's party mate let's party if (laughs) you
3: miss the day it's still the birthday month so you are still entitled to party but bro you have to watch out when Wacky starts drinking the tequila you kind of like have to back off because, man, he doesn't stop. And like Maeve <laughs> here, even Ray e is here in the audience. We can say it like, you know, Wacky doesn't stop. He only drinks more when turkey is out.
0: <laughs> oh, man, no, I'm looking forward to it. So, Loic, I guess the question is, what are your plans for NFT Paris uh, this week? Do you, you know, what do you plan on doing? Have you, are you going to speak on one of the panels? What's the plan? So NFT Paris is a little bit different uh, because they went with uh,
2: fewer fewer speakers than something like NFT London or NFT NYC. So I won't be speaking there. But I'll. I actually I don't even know what the program is for the conference itself. <laughs> but I do know the uh, what's it called uh, the side events calendar because that is where all the fun is. That's where all the craziness. Um, that's where all the cra- craziness will be so i'm going to a bunch a bunch of events on the 24th 23rd um, and some of them are conflicting but at the end of the day i think my my recommendation for this type of thing is in any events any nft conference i mean sign up for everything sign up for everything that you can that you can you know hear about and then some will reply others won't but at least you'll have something to do and you might even squeeze into some of the parties because that's where all the conversations happen, the connections. So I'll be, uh, I'll be hopping around, uh, event hopping. And, uh, and then I guess
0: I'll check the calendar for the
2: official, official conference sometime before it starts.
0: I I love that answer. I know nothing about the event, but I know all about the side events. And I'm going to every single one of them. Love it. So one last thing before you know we're shortly running at running out of time. There is something else for you guys that don't necessarily have checked out uh, Louis' profile. Have a look there. He's got some YouTube videos, right? And as part, I guess of uh, very clearly, you have a little bit of uh, an idea in mind of what you would like to do when it comes to social media or even Web three NFTs. You know, you're all about like tell me something. I saw you were also about Drawing some sweets on, on your page with uh, some various ingredients that may or may not be web related, but you have a thing which is you are going around and you are learning. You you're basically giving yourself a challenge to learn something new and then putting it on video. Can you talk a, bit, a little bit a uh, little bit about this? I saw you doing handstands. I saw you throwing like uh, playing cards behind your back, flicking around. It was really cool. So give us a little bit more into this.
2: Yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm glad that you that you saw that. So before the, uh, the crazy Web3 Nft uh, thing in 2021, it, it kind it completely diverted me from my my original path, which was um, like I said, I wanted to I've, I've always wanted to escape the matrix, right? And one of the ways was content creation because before web3, um, that was a thing that was that that really works if you do this um, diligently. Now, I wasn't really disciplined enough to do it often, but the idea was I've always wanted to learn skills. I'm very, very curious, kind of obsessed about learning different things in a very fast way. So I find some random challenges, random skills, and I try to learn them as fast as I can. And I document the whole thing, uh, put it on YouTube to encourage others to um, to do the same. And it's a very... Fun process for me, and sometimes when I get messages from people saying your video motivated me to learn, uh, I don't know Spanish or to learn to eat with, uh, I don't know like chopsticks, whatever it is. I'm so I'm so grateful because it's a challenge I do for myself. But if I inspire someone else, that's great. Um, 2021 kind of was distracted by NXTs entirely, and 2022 a little bit as well. And then I thought, okay, I have to go back to my uh, my original love there. So I, I made one on handstands, and I'm planning on doing more in the future. But yeah, it's this uh, mix between my real job, Web2, let's say, my content creation experience on YouTube and things, and then my Web3 world, which is creating NFTs and like meeting people and growing in Web3. So kind of like a triangle a little bit.
0: Man, this, this is great. This is, I find it inspiring. I think it's cool. You know, it's a great example of ways to still make your own life still entertaining and fun, right? And looking at those videos, I really got that sense, right? So just a quick one. You actually have 8,000 subscribers. And did you try to do any sort of promotion or you literally just post posted them on YouTube and it kind of grew like this? And then last question is, can you at least spill the beans on what the next challenge is going to be? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're actual uh, 8,000. I
2: think it's like 8,500, something like that. But it's um it's a little bit skewed because I only have like six videos on my YouTube channel, and one of them has like 5 million views. Uh, so oh my God. they all they all came through that video. Um, it was another experiment where I was like, okay, can I make a viral video? And, uh, and I did it. So uh, it became like very, very big um i'm sure a lot of them stick around for the for the uh the challenges but the majority of them are not at all (laughs) that demographic but yeah it's um now that i have that many i'm thinking about i have to go back to my youtube channel and try to do some more videos on there um and the next one i I do have a, a list of things but it's um uh, I'm not so sure yet. I'm not so sure because uh, I have, um, I'm thinking either doing things like the Rubik's Cube, but blindfolded Ooh. or um, things <laughs> like uh, <laughs> um, muscle ups, but like several in a row, something that I've never really been able to do. So either physical or either something a bit more uh, about the mind. Um, I, the thing is with any of these videos, that you need to be entertaining for you, right? Like yes. Yeah. If it's a skill that I'm learning, but it's entirely in my mind. Like I don't know, remembering. It will remembering. be difficult.
0: It, it will be yeah. difficult to project that on on video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I have to find a way. Look, we've got we've got a few days. We co- I'm coming down. Let's over some drinks. We're gonna figure something out I do that. We're gonna brainstorm over go. the and go. figure out the next thing. The next thing to do. So you know, we can even start videoing and say this was the birth of the idea. <laughs> Actually, All that right. would be awesome. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's catch up. You and I are catching up anyway. So, um, Pew, you, uh, I see you unmuted. Are, uh, are we signing ourselves?
3: Yep, yep, yep. And so, guys, once again, thank you for tuning in to the Asia Web 3 Motherfucker Show. Um, just right after these two more minutes, uh, we will be doing our next show, which is Daily Dose Asia. I'll be hosting it. So, you know, if you guys love us, do give us a follow. Follow Luwik as well. Uh, and see you guys in two minutes. So Wacky, you have to sign me off. While well, right now, I can finally play music because I'm all plugged
0: in. You know what? I'm gonna sing for you. A little French. It's NFT Paris Week. <laughs> no rien <laughs> rien. No je <No>. ne. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, love you all. We're back uh, literally in two seconds with Daily Dose Asia. Login to Pete Rainbow with
3: the thumb twist in your side. I'll wait for you slide of hand and twist off.